Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious Beauty Biz entertainment. Welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. It is Lori Cree here. I have a special guest today, Victoria Tavis. Victoria is from Nature Pure Skin Labs. I don't even know your official title. I mean, was your dad the founder of the company? Are you the founder of the company? So the the founder is my father. It was a family affair, but the founder, the formulator, the person who created the first non-white skincare products in the American market. That was my dad. He's, you know, he's the bomb. But anyway, yeah, so he's the founder. But, you know, from day one, I've been by his side. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, because you were talking. First of all, you guys, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. We are giggling because it has been 35 minutes of technical difficulty to get the show on the road. So I'm so excited to be here and I'm sure you are too. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so wait, what did you say your father was what? He was the first so my, to, to what? So, so my dad, he's a scientist and he was working for a big time company, which used to be Warner Lambert, which is now owned by Pfizer. He was a formulator for them. And he had this brilliant idea. He formulated a cream, a cream which wasn't white because that was during the time that was early nineties, mm-hmm. like ponds, white care, skincare needed to be white. And my dad, he took the Hippophia berry, which you know, I'm originally from Eastern Europe. It's like the miracle berry. Uh, that's like our original concept, which is still an eighty percent of our formulations today. So he made a skincare product. Why? Because my mom had separated dermatitis. I always was having some kind of skin issues. So he's like, let me bring it up to management you know, the corporate. And they laughed at him and they said, nobody ever in the United States will ever buy a skincare product that is not white. And that was the story of the very first formula, the very first Hippify or Seabuckthorn skincare product on the American market. And that was even before we started to shift into the professional market because every single formula that my dad would formulate was back bar caliber. Today, every single product my dad and I create and formulate together. But originally, that was like his evolution and, you know, creation of every single product. It was, I remember he was, you know, there was this concept called a reverse emulsion and that's, it's a skincare product, which is a combination of vitamin D. And now in modern day, we updated with peptides and all of this other stuff, but it was like unheard of a reverse emulsion formulation. And that was something that my dad created back in, what was it like? Till the 90s. So. Okay, so wait, wait. I want to go back to this berry. Because we have a lot of skincare geeks listening yes. right now. Yes. Love like ingredient yes. knowledge. And go back to what was the berry in your youth that fixed 
fixed many problems so, that you mentioned. Tell me about that. Okay, so first of all, by the way, I wrote an article a few years back for Les Novelle Aesthetic Magazine called Orange You Beautiful. And if you want to read it, it's actually on our website, naturepure.com, virtual esthetician blog. So you, because I can't give you everything, but Hippophia Berry, which is also known as Seabook Thornton, it's much more like a trendy thing, but this isn't a trendy thing. It's been around. They are little orange berries and they are orange because of the very, very high concentration of vitamin A. But vitamin A isn't even what makes it so unique. What makes it so unique is the rare omega-7. And a rare omega-7 is known for its healing properties. And in Eastern Europe, the Hippophia Berry oil is and was used in burn victim clinics to kind of help and assist with the healing process. And it has beta carotene, vitamin C, vitamin E, uh, omega-3, 6, 9, quinic acid, tartaric, folic acid. Like, I can keep going till tomorrow. I always say it's like you'd have to take an entire, like, fruit basket to to get even close to how how rich those berries are. And hippophyte berries are also one of the highest and richest purest sources of vitamin A and retinol and retinoids. Essentially, these are all derivatives of vitamin A. So it just, it has a DNA repairing benefit to the skin, a bioactive skin soothing complex. They're just literally mother nature's gift. That's like, and I'll tell you more. I grew up where if somebody has like a, a little sore throat or you want like an antioxidant booster, uh, a teaspoon how does this, a spoonful of, no, that's the wrong song. A teaspoon a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So we did that with, we did that with honey. Like that was honey's, really honey's also like honey is amazing for that, but honey is different. This one particularly, it has just such an impeccable uh, healing ability, even for ulcers and everything. You see the thing, and this is something, this is like my mission. I realized how much there's this misinformation and I feel like there's not enough connection between the medical and Western practices and like and holistic. I think that Western medicine and everything it's phenomenal. It's amazing and that we have it. But I don't think it should be a first resort. And I actually recently came across where a doctor mentioned something where, you know, this natural approach, massage is not good for you and it can damage collagen elastin production. I'm like, excuse me, actually, according to a study, 2014 University of Illinois, the study showed that massage boosts blood circulation. And in fact, boosted blood circulation actually promotes collagen nelskin. So in fact, it's not fair to say that the only approach to treating skin is the medical approach. You have a medical approach, but you also have the natural and holistic approach. And skincare works. Maybe 30 years ago, formulas were nowhere near as advanced as they are today. Like every single Nature Pure formula, the delivery system is impeccable. Skincare works. But to say that one or the other is the only way, no, it's, I think it's up to us as professionals to educate the clients and let them make their choice. You know, so like I literally I'm so, so, so like there is not one choice. You do have the natural approach. Skincare works, you know. I want to talk about that a little bit. So your dad was working as a chemist for a pharmaceutical company. Yes. And went to them with this idea to put... Uh, an ingredient that was of color into a white skincare. I never knew this, the history of skincare. So he was a change maker in our industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he created he created the Hippophia cream, Hippophia berry cream. And Hippophia berries are they're orangish red for different the main the main reason is vitamin A. That's why. And it was just unheard of to have a skincare product that was not 
white. It, it, it was just like, it was just unheard of. It wasn't going to be pure or something to use on your skin. Right. I, I think, I, th- I think the perception at the time and, I also, I think it was a very, very big shift. I do believe that Nature Pure Labs was a very strong player in the shift between natural and clinical because we we showed that it is possible to have like that clinical approach, but still a skincare product not to be white. That's a very natural and holistic thing because natural organic extracts are naturally pigmented, whether chlorophyll, chlorophyll is naturally green, you know, papaya extract, pumpkin, to mention a few, but natural ingredients are naturally colored. So they color your skincare products. Now at the time was Nature Pure Labs a company or your dad and he was working, you know, as an independent contractor or was this something he started after his world in pharmaceuticals? So I think to you know, make a, I'm not even going to get into the story, but if you guys want to learn about the story on our website, you can read about the whole story, how the company started, but he was working for corporate world. And the fact that he was shut down and rejected a and B, the fact that there was somebody who in our life and in his life said, you have to take your idea. And plus like the mind of an immigrant, you know, go after the American dream this idea, this romantic idea of starting a business came to be. Uh, The thing is that we had no idea at all what we were doing. And the concept of Nature Pure Labs was inspired by Cy Weinstein, whose initials are in the name of our company. His name, his memory, his legacy lives in the name of our company. He passed away before any of this came to be. But I think the fact that he believed in in us and he believed in my dad and he believed in our family because everything, everything was, you know, like from, I remember when I was like 10, 11 years old and our logo at the time was two faces facing each other. I remember sticking those labels on the jars and thinking, I wonder if people who are buying the products know that my fingerprints are on the back, you know, like crazy. What does like the 10, 11 year old think of? But wait, 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 I have a question. I have a question. Who is this man you're talking about? Did he invest in the company? Was he no. a scientist? Did he work with he your dad? A, who was he? He was a scientist who was in a higher position in the corporate okay. hierarchy. And that created some, you know, trouble for my dad. But he he became very, very he was our first friend in America. He was our first friend. He was our first exposure to like the American lifestyle world. So yeah, he was he was somebody who played a very big role in our lives that allowed us to see that what what in fact I mean we knew the American dream like leave, leaving Soviet Union a socialist country like that in itself was the American dream but the fact that if you work hard if you're ready to develop your skill if you're ready to develop your skill if you're ready to like tap into your talents really anything is possible if you're ready to work your tail off. So, you know, to kind of simplify, simplify it. So, and that's, yeah. was that the two faces together that it would, did that have something to do with the gentleman who was the first, what was his name? Uh, Cy Weinstein, Seymour Weinstein, who, yeah, he was, he was a brilliant scientist also who was working with my dad at Warner Lambert at the time, Warner Lambert, which is a big, everybody knows Pfizer today, but he passed away 
literally before any of this came to be. And I don't even know how we proceeded. So many mistakes along the way. But I think that if it wasn't for him, there maybe there would have been something else. But there definitely wouldn't have been Nature Pure Labs SW. <laughs> he, he was really influenced. <laughs> influenced. Awesome. Well, let me ask you this. So... Uh, you're like the third person that I've spoken with within the last probably two or three days that has worked for their parents' company as a child in skincare, and it's it's directly affected who they became in in their career choice. So that's funny. And I, the other gal I just talked to has been in the industry since she was ten, and she said, "Lori, you hit the nail on the head. So many of us are going through an identity crisis right now, not being able to work." Really? And she's in California. So tell me about that. You said you remember putting the stickers because I think everyone who, who hears somebody talk about having a skincare company just assumes you show up as a corporate boss in your power suit every day Mm -hmm. and that's it. You were in there sticking labels on and probably stirring up some formulas. Yeah. So I think, I don't know why, but, and maybe this is the case for everyone, but every, every single step, every single stage, every, everything was always such an uphill climb. Like, because we started a business with no money, with poor English, (laughs) with no connections, literally just, I remember we would go to summer camps and our, we had a suit, I think it was, what was it, like a Subaru. And all of a sudden, like talk about signs from the universe and not listening as we're driving up the mountain. Cause we were like, we're going to go to summer camp. It's going to be moms there. And at the time my dad even formulated like a natural bug repellent formula. We're like, they're all going to want it. And we're going to drive it. And all of a sudden our car from the inside lights on fire. The smoke is going inside the car and we're still going. Nobody stopped us. But like, you know, I'm, I'm very, very, spiritual and you know the universe and all of that and like being older I'm like how much louder could the signs have been like don't go there don't go there you know but like every every single step I remember when I was like in still elementary because we the company officially started when I was like fourth into fifth fifth grade so I was like I don't want to I don't want to do this I want to go play with my friends and I and I think this again comes from the mentality of like the former Soviet Union like fun Fun is not normal. Fun is like, look down on. And I tell my, now I, I talk to my parents about it. I was like, what was wrong with having fun? I remember growing up thinking like, it's really bad to have fun. And if I'm having fun, like I can't be having fun, <laughs> you know, because we grew up with this mindset of like, we have to work and we have to build. And I remember I would even like, I told, I would tell my friends, if you want to hang out with me, you got to come help me. We got to like, make sure there's no dust on the jars before we prepare them for filling. <laughs> you know, so like everybody, all of my friends remember growing up, like, something was happening I remember if we would do I did my first trade show when I was 16 years old and it it was Philadelphia which by the way when years later I was invited and asked to be a main stage speaker I was like (sighs) I was like it was such a big that was my first first event and I skipped school for this and I remember every weekend, every weekend, uh, we would go. At one point, we had two locations. So my my dad and my sister would go to the location in Brooklyn, New York. And my mom and I would go to the location in Queens, New York. Wait, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. What location? Did you own spas? Or were you selling? No, it, it was... So we started, so the way the company started was on the Russian ethnic market, because 
I was still a kid, even though I learned how to assess skin and all of these other things. But like my parents, my dad, my dad's native language was Russian. So that's the market that he went to. And he sweeped the United States Russian ethnic market. Like if we were in the street, people would like grab my dad by the arm. And then all of a sudden, businesses around New York started calling, bring us boxes, which is funny because right before my dad went on Russian television and Russian radio, nobody wanted, like they were like, no, knocking on doors. Nobody wanted to. I remember sitting in the car waiting. Okay. Is anybody, is anybody? And then my, my dad met one of the big time, like she was a big time news anchor on Russian television network, which was a big thing. It was a very, very huge immigration wave from the former Soviet Union at the time. And they're like, okay, you know, just put a few props there on the shelf and then my dad went on television that night first time live we gave my grandmother's phone number and the <laughs> phone were off the hook my grandmother picked people are calling we want to buy your your cream we want to buy your that oh yellow cream that yellow cream and my grandmother was like are you crazy do you know what time is people are calling from los angeles so every like eastern european or soviet union like every eastern european hub around the united states was calling in and california time was three hours back so people are calling from california we want to order your cream and my grandmother's like freaking out at them saying like What's yellow cream? Do you know what's high? <laughs> and like the next day, got a call from the very first business that took, you know, a few jars. They're like, bring me boxes, boxes. I remember us preparing the boxes, oh preparing the drying. It's crazy when I, when I Wait, think about So this was in Brooklyn, New York. And after 30 years, that first original location, actually, uh, they retired. I think it was maybe two years ago. Okay. But it was all. What year was the phone? Were the phone calls coming in? Nineteen ninety six. Okay. 19, or maybe it was a ninety five. Ninety six. We officially incorporated in ninety six. It was crazy. It was really crazy. I'm like, it was to the point. Like my dad was a celebrity. He got his own science show on the radio, and I was always like. I was. It was because I was like in the industry from the beginning. By the time. By the time I was 16, not even six, 16 was when I started <laughs> like coming into the classes. You know what, year I started teaching classes, I think, before I even hit my 20s. And I, but I was extremely knowledgeable in the science and everything else. I could look at someone's skin and know what's going on with their skin, what ingredients would work for their skin. And I remember coming to classes and getting the looks of who is this little girl and what is she going to teach us? And I recently was invited to be a keynote speaker. It was like two years ago. And, you know, I told the story of when I'd come up, you know, to teach the class. And they thought I was like the assistant. I was in my early 20s at the time. Like, oh, you know, this is, and then I I would be like with the science and somebody in the back of the in in the back of like the um, the areas like Victoria I was one of those estheticians you know over 10 years ago who was sitting in the back of the class looking at you like who are you this little girl and what are you going to teach us and it was crazy because that year I was lying about my age for years when I was like 19 20 I, I would say I'm 26 because nobody would, would take me seriously purely because of my age so then when I was 26 I would say oh I'm but I remember when I hit that point where I was like oh my gosh I am the age that I was lying that I am so that people would even like hear me out because once they'd hear me out 
now your age doesn't matter. But until they would hear that, I really have a deep understanding besides the fact that the experience, it's, it's interesting that I got licensed because I was teaching classes and I was going over a lot of advanced science and ingredient knowledge, but you can't touch without a license. So I was like, besides for the fact that like, I'm very touchy and very feely energy and everything, but I was like, I want the license to touch. So, so years after already being in the industry, I already had my master's degree. I went and I got to state a physician license. So for New York and New Jersey. So, but it's, it was like, I don't know if it was backwards, but I was like, I, I need to be able to. Did you, did not, you work in the treatment room or you just did it so you could yeah. do demos at shows and that kind of thing? I did. I love it. I love it so much. I find that doing treatments is a form of meditation for me. I'm always, I, I'm very, which I, I never pinpointed as that, but I realized somebody brought it to my attention. You know, you're an empath, aren't you? I'm like an empath. I don't know, but I, I think that all comes together for me. But at one point I was renting out of a plastic surgeon's office and then there was an exclusive nature pure spot and literally people would book in just to come to me. So I would, um, the weeks uh, during the weekday, I would work and support and do education. And I think I was still even, I was doing some other program. And then on the weekend, I'd have like a full entire day of clients that were booking just, just to come to me. So it's, I, it seems like it was yesterday. <laughs> How long has it been since you've been in the treatment room? So I I got my license in two thousand and nine. I got my license in two thousand and nine. So what is eleven? Okay. No, two thousand nine. Do you still work in the treatment room, or no, you're not anymore? I take clients privately who are just like you we want you uh, but it's a little bit hard because i'm focusing a lot a lot a lot on the education because i realized with every year how much there was an absence of like different areas of the field and particularly menopause i found and i think my very deep passion around that field grew around seeing my dad develop his patent i was like oh my gosh this is amazing and it goes back to the conversation i think western medicine is amazing but when you can offer a natural alternative to anybody who wants it lori it's life-changing like when somebody it's one thing when people you know get on hormone replacement for a slew of different things but there are people who you know their biggest issue with menopausal skin changes is their skin you know for everyone it's different and if it's just skin most of them they don't want to get on hrt therapy they don't want to get on hormone replacement therapy they want to be able to have some kind of alternative and one of our spa partners i love this woman darlene she's actually out in california i remember she she told me like her, her client did not want to do HRT. It literally was life changing. One of the before and afters I recently, we had it on our nature pure labs, Instagram page. It was, it was her client before and after that was just one example. It's literally not everyone wants to jump right in on like the, the medical and pharmaceutical approach. Well, I would like to mention something here because I feel like so many women are embarrassed to go through menopause. And you literally helped me when I did. And uh, for younger estheticians listening in, because when I was a young esthetician and my clients in their late mid to late forties would come in, I couldn't figure out what was going on with their skin until I went through it. So can we just talk a little tiny bit right now to educate people who may not have had to deal with this type of, of skin 
let's talk about what menopausal skin looks like. And then you can maybe tell us a little bit about how to fix it. But so for me, it was rashy, didn't expect it. It was cystic. And I thought to myself, holy cow, no woman should have to have wrinkles and pimples. (laughs) So let's talk about that. And then we can talk about how you helped me with it. So it's a very, very important thing to understand. And I think before even going into the treatment side of it, part of the reason of deeply understanding it is so that you can be there for your clients because it is when you know, it is a roller coaster. It is an emotional roller coaster before even going into the skin because for a woman who's dealing with menopause, she's dealing with the skin changes and then she's dealing with her emotions that are reacting to the rapid skin changes. It's a very, very, very specific, um, I don't want to say market, but that's what it is. Very niche specific market. Well, but you do not treat 45-year-old breakouts the same way as you do a teen right. breakout. Right. Everything, everything, everything is different. And uh, for years, the approach was trying to just apply an anti-aging approach to to a group of women. And I'm not even going to go into the men's side because men do have something called the andropause. But let's just focus on on women just treating the symptoms. It's it's not nearly enough, nor is it impactful enough to to actually make a difference for a longer term sustainable scale which is why it was always believed that the only approach would be hormone replacement therapy. So uh, that made my skin worse. I'm not saying that nobody could do it, but it made my skin worse when I tried that. And I did not stay with that for very long. Right. So, and just to actually in the most simplest, quickest way to explain what's going on. So when a woman approaches menopause, her hormone levels are all over, but overall they are dropping. Her estrogen levels are dropping. And just to kind of explain, um, and you can check out in the Beauty Biz Club, the training actually, where with more in-depth information, but you know, to go over it very quickly, we have hormone receptors in our body and we have hormones in our body. And when everything is imbalanced in youthful skin, there's a constant flow of key, which is your hormones and locks, which are your receptors. So when everything's imbalanced, key activates, fills, connects with the receptor, activates processes. Collagen is naturally regenerating well. Elastine, everything is flowing. Everything is imbalanced. I mean, there's this constant flow. Key activates lock, key lock, key lock. So when a woman approaches that premenopause, menopause, or menopausal state, the estrogen levels are dramatically, dramatically dropping, almost exponentially. So now what begins to happen is what I call a biological lag. You have a whole bunch of estrogen receptors, but an insufficient amount of keys to to connect the puzzle of the receptor. So skin begins to age very, very rapidly. And what that aging looks like the fine lines and wrinkles develop more rapidly. Skin becomes more dull, lifeless, less plump, the elasticity is worsening, hyperplane. So everything that you don't want is happening and it's happening fast. And that is something I learned. And you can tell me if this is, I, and I don't know how correct this is. I want to know if you know. Hot flashes, somebody told me, are literally estrogen leaving your body. I go, no wonder we get old. I've sweat out of every bit of moisture I've ever had in my whole life. You know, I'll I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case because I'll tell you this. I don't know if any other woman experiences it, maybe TMI, but I 
get insane hot flashes during my menstrual cycles and during my ovulation cycles. And I only started to experience this last few years, maybe after having kids, but like, I don't think estrogen is leaving my body, but there's definitely some kind of, um, I just don't have the science. I'm very like, I'm like, I need the science. Let me see yeah. the science. And then I'll further research to see, okay, is this, does this make sense? Who's the source? Da, 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 da. But I, I think there's a, a rapid decline. Is it in fact leaving your body? I can't comment on that, but it's interesting for somebody who, who does experience hot flashes that is in still, you know, the menses stage of life. You know, it's it's a very interesting question. I, I actually, and now I'm going to do more research on that. We learn a lot from our clients, but sometimes yeah. I don't know, you know, where they get their information. Yeah. Yeah. But just to mention a few things, and I'm also, this is another thing I'm really passionate about just because I want, I want everyone to be able to always question, not really question, but exactly question is what I'm saying. Any Anything you hear, I feel like there's a lot of information that's just shoved down our throat. And this goes back to the conversation of soy, which I'm very like, you know, my sword up. I'm like, no, it's only because I have access to all of the research, everything that has come out about soy over the last almost 10 years. And that was another topic that there was a lot of propaganda. There was a lot of information and it was being presented to the public as research when in fact it was all opinion based and there was no science to back it up, but people were buying it and they were eating it and not literally, <laughs> you know, and that's where I was like, you know what? I feel like it's so important to continue to push down on whatever you're learning, whatever you're reading, always look back to the source. Is this an opinion base or is this backed by science? You know, this it's really, really important because we're we're in an age where we're flooded flooded by information what was your dad's patent on did it have something to do with menopausal so, skin so it, the patent is on the hydrolysis process of acquiring the isoflavones from soy so it is the technology to get this ingredient that has a hormone mimicking like effect but is not an actual hormone but tricks hormone receptors to believe you've increased the amount of your keys or your estrogen, but without ever actually introducing a hormone into the body. So you activate, you trigger the receptor and you activate cellular memory. Every single cell in our body, it has a memory by triggering receptor, making it believe that you've increased the amount of keys or estrogen. But again, without ever, ever, ever introducing a hormone into the body, your cells begin to re-educate themselves and they begin to remember and behave as they did when they were younger. So skin can better regenerate itself. It can better protect itself from like immunity boosting. So everything that the skin did when it was younger, it can re-begin those processes. But you want to remember this is a natural holistic approach. It's a clinical treatment, but it's a holistic clinical treatment. So it's slow, it's steady, but it's, you know, with consistency, you literally activate this natural age reversing process of your skin cells. So this is why I always say this is a natural alternative for hormone replacement therapy for anything that has to do with skin aging. Not, you know, I had a question before, will this help with my hot flashes? No, this is purely, purely, purely just talking about skin, but it's life changing because when we're introducing foreign substances in our body, it always comes with side effects. Um, and I believe that it's important to educate ourselves to not just go by what we're told, but choose this option that you want to pursue. Or, you know, do you want to do the more holistic approach, which is there for you? 
I feel like, it, it, and you may argue with my philosophy, and that's okay because this is how we learn and grow. <laughs> I feel like it's good to combine both of them sometimes because right. one type of, of approach gives you that instant gratification. Yes. And the more holistic gives right. you over time. And women are impatient. So sometimes right. you have to give them both solutions. So, and this is exactly, exactly, you like hit the nail on the head. You have to, we as professionals, including medical professionals, you have to give all the options. Let the person decide how they want to reach their skincare goals. Not There's no right or wrong. How do you want to reach your skincare goals? So I get very, very fiery up when I hear like, this is the only option and that option doesn't work. No, that option is there and that option is there. Let the person, let the individual decide how they want to reach their skincare goals, you know, but for sure, both options are there. One is not more right or wrong. It's just, it's about the individual. How are you? How do you want to reach your skincare goals? And we as professionals, how can we help you in the way that in the journey that you choose to reach your skincare goals? You know, it's so funny because I rent space from a, a doctor and he came into my room the last time I was able to work. And he said, he said, I have a bone to pick with you. He's like, you're going out of business because your creams actually work. It's like they're reducing brown spots on my client's face. And then he goes, yeah. just but he was yeah. excited to see that, that, right. that these work, you and know? I, I love to hear that because I feel like there's this little gap between, or it's not a little gap, it's a very big gap. And when I was recently doing research, I could not want, find not one piece of research where a medical professional was like, yes, you need to have this approach and that approach unless they had like a holistic or an esthetician or massage therapist on staff. And I'm like, that's a little bit biased. And we're people aren't seeing this information, you know, and I, I think that it's so important to have the blend. It has to be the marriage, just like, you know, with nature pure being the marriage between clinical and holistic, there has to be a marriage between the medical and and the you know skincare practitioner holistic side of it because that's where everything has to be in balance because if something is out of balance eventually it stops working it becomes like a poorly oiled machine um it's, which it's is like our world right now <laughs> we need yeah, to get back for, to <laughs> for sure there has to, there has to be balance when we lose balance nothing else works <laughs> did you ever go to A4M in Vegas where it was where the doctors got their holistic fellowship training? No, actually, I don't know. So when I used to start working there, I think I was the only esthetician on the floor. I was hired by my microcurrent company, Tony yeah. from Neurotrish, you know, Tony. Yeah. yeah. And um, doctors would come up to me and go, you're an esthetician. Oh, I would never have an esthetician in my office because you guys are really flaky. And then as the years went on, doctors would come up to me and say, kind of want an esthetician now would you tell me how to find a good esthetician and now it's almost like it is a good partnership so I feel like we've evolved and come a long way I I think it's super super important I think for me before I entered the aesthetics camaraderie I was more on like the science side of it like the the formulation the innovation so like I was I was on the science end of the skincare world. So I think that's why I get so fired up because as an esthetician, I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. I will fight you on the science. And yes, I am an esthetician. And yes, I believe there has to be, there has to be that merge. And I think that it's not, it's not unless there's seriously a 
problem or skin concern, it, I don't believe it should be the choice of a medical provider to say, this is it. I think it's important to say, these are your options. You know, how do you want to, how do, and going back to, and how do you want to reach your skincare goals? You know, but they have to be given their options. Before we wrap up the show today, I want to ask you a few more questions because I feel like you have a lot to contribute here. First of all, I keep getting asked by other estheticians what I think about collagen supplements. Do you oh, have you ever started? Do you so, guys sell those at Nature Pure Labs, or is it something you've studied? We don't. I I haven't done deep study on this. I'm much more versed on like tropo collagen from the skincare side because collagen itself as an ingredient is inactive if it's not in a hydrolyzed form because the molecule is too large. So from the skincare side, like I can give you more information from a supplemental side. I'll tell you this. I think there are definitely benefits to collagen in, in general for different reasons. One example, if you look from the side of like, why did they say chicken broth is good for you when, when you get sick? It's pure concentrated collagen. And the thing is, when we eat something or ingest something, we, we're able to kind of absorb it into our bodies much better than on the skin. For something to take something in on the skin, it has to be either hydrolyzed or something needs to happen in order for it to penetrate. Otherwise, the molecule would be too large. When we take a supplement or something else, our stomachs naturally can hydrolyze and take away the nutrients. So do I think it's good? Do I think it's bad? I can't say I don't have enough research, but I can see there being benefit. I can see there being benefit on it. Would I like recommend it? I don't know. I'd have to do more research from a nutritional side. Our clients are starting to ask. Yeah. So I just thought you know, a lot of clients are starting to ask. Yeah. And then I was going to ask you something else. And then I have a few rapid fire questions where we're just going to have fun at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> when we were chatting pre-call, you said something that that I want to talk about. And that is that you were, you know, you said you came from Russia where self-care is not looked at as a luxury. And I believe we in the United States are starting to recognize this, the importance of it. So tell me what you meant when you said, well, Lori, let's talk a little bit about, you know, about the fact where you grew up, it was not a luxury. Self-care was not a luxury. Tell me about that. So anybody that you speak to who's from like Eastern Europe or, you know, just that part of the world, a facial was like going to the dentist for your routine cleaning or going for your checkup. It was just part of like health and wellness and hygiene, which makes sense. You know, skin is the largest organ. So shouldn't it in fact be routinely cared for and checked for? So that was a very, very big, I, I've been seeing that shift so much more, especially over like the last five, 10 years. But I think also that's where even with the Nature Pure products, our formulations continue to get more and more advanced because in general, the industry has been merging with like healthcare, clinical care and aesthetics in itself. You know, I feel like aesthetics, it almost, it's an amazing word, but it almost doesn't fully give justice to the fact that skincare isn't just an aesthetics condition or aesthetics well, uh, it goes back to massage. My clients right now, yeah. when I get to go, the second I open my books, yeah. they're on there going, Laura, you make me feel better. It's, so. it's, it's feelings, it's wellness. And 
Aesthetics is a certain element of healthcare as well. When our skin is not well, or even with massage therapy, which is entirely including facial and everything else, it's linked to our lymphatic system. Our lymphatic system is our immune system. How can you possibly say it's not like healthcare related? And going back to, again, looking at it's not it's not an aesthetics thing. It's not a luxury. You don't go for a facial. In Europe, you don't go for a facial because you want to feel good. As a matter of fact, like some of the facial massages in, in Eastern Europe, they would be like painful. People are like, oh, facial, it's painful. Or even, you know, there would be elements, but it wasn't expected. I mean, the fact that we have this luxury element of it and that facials are super relaxing and resetting and everything else. That's almost like the secondary benefit. But in fact, a facial is part of like skin care, you know, largest organ care and hygiene and maintenance. So it's it's not at all a luxury. I don't know why, you know, it's one thing if you're going just for like a relaxation experience. But in most cases, you're you're caring for an organ that needs to be cared for. And our skin, it is a reflection of what's going on inside of something. You know, if I'm stressed, my skin will break out. If somebody else eats something, you know, our skin lets us know when something else is out of balance internally. So it's it's a great, it's not a luxury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, I have so many clients, they'll start using something new that they went and grabbed on Amazon or, and they'll go, why? But it's, I must not be allergic to it. Just something weird's happening or flaky around my eyes. I'm like, that is an allergy. Your, your body is telling you something. You know, you know, I did a little video recently just for fun talking about what you should not do in 2020. And one of the things I wrote, uh, I, I recorded the video, was like, do not in 2021 you know, start using something just because it's trending, because just because it's trending doesn't mean that it's a perfect fit for you, (laughs) you know, and that's why it's so awesome because we as professionals have access to educate, to educate others on don't just jump on the bandwagon, like actually understand why this is good for your skin and why you should use this, you know, it's a game changer. Yeah, I had these clients that used to come in LA and I'm like, what are you doing? Your skin does, it, it. it's struggling right now. Something's going on and they're like, well, I went to the blank, blank, blank counter because my girlfriend's using this skincare and her skin looks so good. I'm like, but you don't have the same skin as your girlfriend, the same type of skin. So before we, you have so much information to give. And I know you mentioned a little bit ago, you did a two-part training inside the Beauty Biz Club. So if you're a member of the club, you can find that in our our membership training archive library. If you are not a member and you want to learn more from this skincare brainiac, Victoria, give give everybody your your website again. It's naturepure.com, www.naturepure.com. And then what about your Instagram? So Nature Pure Labs is the handle for the company and that's for everything related like ingredients and products. And then if you're looking to just learn more about uh, self-care and everything else of the journey, my handle is Victoria Tabak. Spell your last name just so people Uh, can find you. P-A-B-A-K, Victoria Tabak, all one word. I'm so stuff in a fun way. I like to wrap it up just asking you some fun questions because this has become people's almost their favorite part because and it allows our audience to get to know you and to connect with you in a a human way, not just a skincare, a skincare way. But (laughs) so I'm asking 
questions. There's not a right or wrong answer, and we can be silly here. Okay. <laughs> I'm the queen of silly. <laughs> what, birthday? What, what month is your birthday? I'm just curious. May 9th. May 9th. What does you that know, make you, a Taurus? It makes me a Taurus, but it's also the reason I was named Victoria, because I was born on the 45th anniversary of Victory in Europe Day. My mom is going to name me something completely different. And she got peer pressured. How can you have a child born on Victory Day and not name her Victoria? <laughs> so what does your mom do? Is she in, in the beauty world? She's a computer programmer. <laughs> oh, okay. So does she help doing that in your skincare company? She does help. She helps, you know, people see her here and there make appearances when we had trade show time. So she would make appearances here and there. People didn't even know it was my own. Like, yeah, that's my mom. (laughs) Very cool. What a smart family. I love it. Uh, Driven family. So, okay, here we go with silly. If you could be on one reality show, what would it be? You know, I haven't watched TV in ages. Reality show. I don't know. The last reality show I watched was like MTV. <laughs> no. Is that even on still? <laughs> you know what? I haven't been on MTV for a long time. Okay, what about any TV show then? If you had one TV show you could be on, you don't watch TV at all? I don't. The last one I binge watched was Suits. That was very entertaining. Okay, I have not seen that yet, but it's very entertaining. Somebody, they keep telling Jay he looks like somebody on the show. So we keep saying we're going to watch it. Jay, my significant other. Very entertaining. <laughs> okay. So then let me ask you this. We'll get away from the TV ones. If you could be in one rock and roll band, what would that be? And and what who would you be in there? The singer, the drummer, the guitar player, the bass player? I was obsessed with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I don't know. I would sing. I have I, I I am like a singer wannabe that never that can't hit all the notes. <laughs> but probably- you know I did. <laughs> I did their facials from Guns N' Roses. Oh, I love that. Yeah. They're so talented. But. That was my claim to fame when I had, and I, I won't throw away or give out any client confidentiality, but yeah, I I did some of the guys from Guns N' Roses and their wives' facials for a long time wow. when I was in LA. Wow. Um, okay, so if you could sit down and have dinner with three people, doesn't matter who they are, here, passed away, who is it and why? Victor Frankel. Um, Oh my God. Like, I'm just going to cry even thinking about it. I recently read a man's search for meaning. How, how absolutely unbelievable a human being, he, you know, he survived, he's a Holocaust survivor and he was able to, because he was already a doctor, assess, step out of himself being in those most challenging circumstances and look at himself as the patient to learn so, 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 so much. One of the most inspirational, definitely Viktor Frankl. Another one, three, 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 three. You know, I think like the geek in me, I'd want to talk to like an Einstein or like a Stephen Hawking. I, I was obsessed with his books in college. I, 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 it would be like my escape into another universe, you know, definitely just to kind of open up my mind to like, and then a third one. A probably maybe like Golda Meir, who is the prime minister of Israel, because like how bad, you know, blank, blank, do you have to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I'm like, yes, like teach us, teach us how to, how to like, you know, 
very, very inspirational as well. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have an intense dinner party. What are you going to serve there for food? That's what I want to know next. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't even think, but that would be <laughs> What would be? What would we have? I don't know what my my go to sushi, but I don't know if they'd understand that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's your party. You get to do whatever you want. <laughs> sushi, sushi, and like tiramisu. <laughs> okay, let me ask you: What is your favorite beauty tool right now? Can I give you three? Yeah, of course. The CIT, CIT microneedle and roller, like at least once a week. You know, go to my skin body. And loving like the jade roller and gouache, I guess I said four, but those are like my four that I always, you know, they're not like somewhere stashed in the cabinet. Like I have them easily accessible anytime. I just want to like pick me up or in, in the treatment room on most cases, I would probably be the, the my skin body or like some kind of gouache. You know, that would be the main thing because with the roller, it has to be more specific. We're already going into like the microneedling. Oh my God. Gata gets a lot of love on this show. I think that's been the answer to that question. That's how we met each other. She was like, you guys have to meet. (laughs) That's where we met at the skin games. Yes, yes, yes. She she was like, you have to go. You have to meet. And I was like, okay, Gata. Yeah, (laughs) she's amazing god is well both of our friends <laughs> yeah yeah i love got it and i do love the my skin buddy too as a matter of fact i just have a big shipment that i got in i'm gonna plan a fun my skin buddy party with my clients virtually oh, yeah. so That's okay great. so now we're gonna get a little more serious last question and then i'll let you get on with your day i know you have small children at home that you're probably homeschooling <laughs> <laughs> don't even <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm bringing you back to reality slowly. What What is your favorite, or, or I would say, actually, what is the product in your line, Nature Pure Labs, that you were the most proud of? Or is that like trying to ask you to pick a favorite child? I don't know. That's, like that's, me, that's, a, that's <laughs> asking me to pick a favorite child. But I, I think if I had to pick one, I'll, I'll call it like um, category. As a category, I would say it's the Soy Beauty and Soy Doctor collections because it can be imitated. It can be copied. It is my dad's patent. And I saw for over seven years, like we still, my dad has this huge piece of equipment. He's like, what should we do with it? I'm like, keep it. I don't know. I'll, I'll create a little museum out of it. It was like this huge chromatography machine that was used to develop the patent. And I, I'm most proud of those two collections just because that's something that it, you can't get it anywhere else. I'm like a one-man army to educate the world about it. And I'm like, you won't hear this anywhere else. It's our patent. So I love that. It's just one of a kind, unique. It's yeah. a unique formula. And, and developed by your family, which is something to, to be proud of. Yeah, it's you know, I'm, I'm so like grateful. And can I tell you my favorite product in your line? Yes, please do. (laughs) It makes my skin feel so alive. And I can't think of the specific name because I'm horrible with names, but I have the biggest jar of it in my treatment room and in my bathroom. It is the scrub with the cinnamon in it. Energizing Cine Ginger Mint Mask. So 
So that was a professional formula that we created. This was a few years ago. I call my dad. I'm like, dad, I'm feeling festive holiday. I was like, I want this, 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 this. And can we do that? And my dad's like, okay, let me see what I can do. And that's how that product came to be. It was supposed to be just like a seasonal limited edition formula. And everybody loved it. I was like, okay, we got to keep making, but we only make it in the pound size. So just for like treatment room, like boost. Okay, wait. You're you're back east, uh, and like me, you're you speak in back east fast. Say it slowly so everyone can understand. <laughs> um, with, um, energizing Cinna Ginger Mint Mask. Okay, and, and tell everybody the consistency yeah, and the feeling. It's so stimulating. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like a facial in a single step. Like if we, if we go to the sauna or something afterwards, I put it on and I'm just, you literally feel like you just had a mini facial after it comes off. Yeah. And to me, it's what's so crazy about it. And I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before. I live in Palm Springs. I can use it in the summer and it feels like it warms my face up. Yeah. I can use it in the winter and it feels, I mean, the opposite, the summer, it feels like it cools my face down and the winter, it feels like it warms my face up. It's like, no, you need it's it's playing it's playing with your microcirculation so it's just very very like creates this like fire fiery ice experience yeah it's awesome so okay well again naturepurelabs.com is that how people can find you naturepure naturepure.com naturepure.com victoria thank you so much for being here with me today as always i leave any conversation with you feeling like a much more knowledgeable esthetician. So thank you for that. Thank you. So happy to have joined you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the beauty biz show. If you enjoyed the show and you would take the time to leave a kind review over on iTunes, that is very much appreciated. And if you find you are left craving more beauty biz inspiration and success tools, then you're going to want to head over to beautybizclub.com, which is the premier online success academy where talented practitioners go to maximize their potential and to become booked perfectly. Again, that is beautybizclub.com. And it would be my pleasure and my honor to help you tap into your highest potential in the beauty industry. 